0: Women's health needs, and especially our hormonal needs, are finally receiving the attention we've deserved for years. And Hormone Harmony, a new sponsor of Self Work, rates as one of the top five hormonal supplement companies out there. If you're a young woman struggling with that week before your period when moods can be all over the place, and I certainly don't miss that, or older when you're so glad menopause is here, but if you're like me, you sometimes stare at yourself in the mirror and ask, where did I go? Hormone Harmony has become a phenomenon. Women cannot stop talking about it on social media, and a bottle of Hormone Harmony is sold every 24 seconds. Basically, if you breathe in and out slowly twice, that's the amount of time it takes for one more woman to understand she can reach out for help, no matter what her age, through Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code SELFWORK at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code SELFWORK for 15% off today. This is SELFWORK, and I'm Dr. Margaret Rutherford. At SELFWORK, we'll discuss psychological and emotional issues common in today's world and what to do about them. I'm Dr. Margaret, and SELFWORK is a podcast. Dedicated to you taking just a few minutes today for your own self-work. Today is a special edition of Self-Work. Hi and welcome. I want to talk to you today about how you may be getting triggered by the Las Vegas tragedy. I wanted to do a special program for this because I'm concerned about people who are already struggling with depression or anxiety, or who actually may have been diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder already in their lives. We have thousands of people in the United States being affected by hurricanes. They're just trying to get through every day. And now this sudden news of a terrific and horrific massacre in Las Vegas. If you've had trauma already in your life, if suddenly you believed your life was one way, that you knew it was going to happen in the next second or the next minute, and then it turned into something you couldn't even imagine, then you may be easily triggered by the senseless violence in Las Vegas. Perhaps you were raped years ago, or someone you love died in a car accident. Whatever happened to you or someone you love, if you've had that in your history, then again, you can be easily re-triggered. Many of you may know people who were either there in Las Vegas and survived, or you know their family members. But if you've experienced it yourself, you know exactly what they're feeling. Let's talk briefly about post-traumatic stress disorder. It's quite a lengthy diagnostic criteria, so I'm not going to go into it all, but I wanted to at least outline a little bit of it. You have to be threatened by death, threatened death, serious injury, or threatened sexual violence or actual sexual violence. So you had to have direct exposure to it. You witnessed it. You've indirectly heard about it through a close relative or friend that was exposed to the trauma, or you've had repeated exposure to details of the event in the course of like professional duties, if you were a policeman or a first responder. So these are not symptoms that are caused by watching something on television. In fact, that is excluded diagnostically. However, I want to point out that if you've already had PTSD in your life, if you have anxiety, if you have depression, then you are more likely to easily be emotionally triggered by what's been going on. And your own symptoms may reemerge or worsen. The second part of PTSD is that you have intrusive memories, intrusive nightmares, maybe even flashbacks where you're actually seeing something happen over and over again. A third criteria for PTSD is you want to avoid any kind of external reminders or thoughts or feelings about the event, and you work hard to do that. Then you can have also changes in your thought patterns and in your mood You can become more negative, you can have diminished interest in other things, you can feel very alienated, you can have negative beliefs, which we're going to go into a little bit further. And then the last is you can become very hypervigilant, have an exaggerated startle response, problems with your sleep or concentration, that kind of thing. So you can imagine if you're already struggling with those symptoms, how something like Las Vegas could really cause those very symptoms to be inflamed. And then, of course, if you're dealing with depression, with just hopelessness or agitation, problems with sleeping, problems in being negative, then obviously it would be very easy to have something like this push you to your limit. And then there's simple anxiety or not-so-simple anxiety with worry, hypervigilance, a sense of dread. That's called generalized anxiety disorder. Those people can have a lot of problems as well. I did a Facebook live video for a wonderful website called The Mighty this week, and I was struck by the vulnerability of some of the responses and questions. People saying things like, I don't want to leave my house, or when is this going to happen again? I'm afraid of copycat killers. And it was reassuring to see how people reached out to one another on the Facebook comments. One woman who'd been trained as a crisis counselor reminded us all that we need to talk about what has happened and how we're doing, and we need to normalize our lives as much as possible. So I wanted to follow up on those kinds of suggestions and thoughts and briefly go through with you what you could perhaps be doing to help yourself and others. If you find yourself obsessing about the tragedy, about who this murderer was, I don't even want to say his name, what made him do it, if you're watching the videos of what happened, try to break away from that. You really want to stay present in the moment, literally and emotionally. want to focus on your breathing, focus on things that are actually in your immediate environment, especially if you're flashing back. Now, obviously, if some of these symptoms are severe, I would definitely encourage you to seek treatment. Yesterday, I went out in my yard and just sat for a while, trying to center myself in some ways. People who know how to do yoga and meditation can do this really well, but it helped me to get back to my own just sense of being. I just did it for a few minutes, but it was a good thing. You want to watch for what are called cognitive distortions, which is a big fancy word for you're thinking, getting out of whack, I guess is what we would say in Arkansas. There's some common mistakes when something like this happens. Overgeneralizing, meaning that you take this specific event and then you begin thinking, oh, this is going to happen or this is too dangerous a world to live in or you get scared that every stranger is a danger to you. You don't want to catastrophize. Obviously, this is a horrific act. And keeping it in perspective is difficult since it is so horrible. But telling yourself there's no place that's safe or no safe people is way overgeneralizing and catastrophizing. You definitely want to talk to others. Don't isolate. And I would recommend that this happen in person, not necessarily just on social media. If you have fears concerning leaving home, then ask for a friend's help. Don't be embarrassed. There are a lot of people whose anxiety has gone way up. Just take it in small steps and try to reestablish the normalcy of your life. Of course, if your symptoms are severe, you may need to talk to your medical doctor and consider medication or either go back to a mental health practitioner that you've been to before and that you know offers safe, good recommendations or find another. If you're having nightmares or flashbacks, you may consider a therapeutic technique called EMDR, which is eye movement desensitization and reprocessing therapy that's specifically designed for trauma. You can journal about the event and how it's affected you. You have to allow yourself to grieve. And again, if you have trauma in your life, you may have to reprocess that. You may have anger, you may have sadness, you may have fear, you may be having panic attacks. If any of that is happening, realize its connection to the Las Vegas tragedy. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're getting worse, it's just that you're re-triggered. You want to talk to your children if they have questions or if they don't, because they're bound to be hearing something about it. You don't want to shy away from that discussion Children are very black and white thinkers. They're good guys and bad guys. So they may have questions about how do you know somebody's a good guy or should they be scared? So you want to reassure them of their safety at the same time that you're using normal caution. Of course, you may be one of the thousands who are actually grieving the death of someone they loved. If that's the case, then our hearts go out to you first. And second, know that grieving takes a long time. There are all kinds of stages of grief, anger, denial, sadness. And you will move from one to the other if things are going in the way it usually does. You don't stay in one stage. But if you haven't been directly affected, but know someone who has... Pencil into your calendar to reach out to them in a few weeks. There will be a lot of support for them now. Many are planning funerals this week, but they will need our support and caring for quite a long time. Thanks for listening to Self Work Today in this special edition, much shorter edition, in order to reach out to those of you who may be struggling. You can contact me and ask me questions or give me comments at AskDrMargaret at DrMargaretRutherford.com and I do read those emails and answer them. It's all confidential, however. I'll be doing my one-year anniversary podcast later this week and have some news about what's up for self-work. Until then, take very good care. I'm Dr. Margaret, and you've been listening to Self Work.